0: Again, as you have just sung together Psalm 86, we turn to Psalm 86 for our morning and evening sermon. We look at verse 5, which, as we looked at, reflects verse 15 in the psalm. But verse 5 will be our text this morning and this evening. We'll look at two different things Uh, There's more than two things, but we'll look at two different things uh, that are said about God. We're going to be especially giving our thoughts to God. But of course, to think about God is to bless ourselves. And we'll think about as we learn more about him or study better what we know about him, that we'll just be more greatly blessed in terms of how uh, that relates to we, his people in Christ. So Psalm 86 verse 5 is the text this morning. And I almost read the wrong, not chapter, but book. Sorry about that. Psalm 86. I'm in the right place now. (laughs) Psalm 86, verse 5. Uh, We will look at a few other verses of Psalm 86, so please keep it open. Hear now the word of the Lord. Psalm 86, verse 5. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy. Unto all them that call upon thee. One moment, please. Let me read that one more time for us. And then I'd like to restate the phrase we'll be giving our special attention to. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive. And plenteous in mercy. Unto all them that call upon thee. And what we're going to focus our attention on right now is that God is plenteous in mercy. One of his attributes that the catechisms, the larger, draws out more is uh, that he is uh, abundantly mercy, plenteous in mercy. That's one of the attributes of God when we think about what is God. Among other things, God is mercy. God God is plenteous in mercy to his people. If we were to be walking along in the desert or even just taking a hike uh, in any area around here that you know is usually fairly dry and we only have one bottle of water especially if there was more than just one person but just ourselves one bottle of water excuse me in the desert we would be very careful to ration it slowly so we don't run out dry and die just Try to take a little bit as long as we can, try to make it last, knowing it won't last. But if we were to come to an oasis in the desert, we would gulp down the water because there's more than enough. So Jeremiah 17 13 says, The Lord is a fountain. Of living waters, you could translate that as the idea of a stream. He's the source. He's the fountain of living waters that just keep coming forth out of him to his people. Proverbs fourteen twenty seven says, "The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life." Exodus seventeen verse six: God gave his people in the desert water out of a rock literal water but 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4 tells us that that rock was Christ Jesus and that he gave them real spiritual drink Joel 3:18 speaking of the times in the coming of Christ with his people and it shall come to pass in that day that the mountains shall drop down new wine, and the hills shall flow with milk, and all the rivers of Judah shall flow with waters, and a fountain shall come forth of the house of the Lord, and shall water the valley of Shittim. Our text today, Psalm 86 verse 5, says... That we should be rejoicing in God because, among other things, he is plenteous in mercy. He is a fountain of mercy. Mercy just keeps flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down to us through the river of life. God is plenteous in mercy. That's the main idea of this phrase. We just restated as it's so simple. God is plenteous in mercy, and this is something about God we benefit greatly to be reminded of. The Hebrew word for mercy is hesed, and of course we've studied that often together. It has that idea of unceasing covenant faithfulness or loyalty to his people. Psalm 136, we studied that in great detail long ago, and we were reminded, as we're often recognizing, that 22 times each verse ends with, His mercy endureth forever. Every verse, 22 times of Psalm 136, His mercy endureth forever. As we had in our call to worship this morning, Psalm 130 says, With the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. Gabriel, you need to calm down. Good boy. With the Lord is plenteous redemption. A similar way of saying what our verse highlights today, plenty. Mercy, plenteous mercy. Psalm 111 verse 4 and Psalm 112 verse 4, God is gracious and full of compassion. And of course, that's what's said of Jesus Christ. How often did he trouble himself when the disciples wouldn't have him be troubled to stop and feed or heal thousands out of what? Compassion. God personally reveals to Moses, proclaiming about himself in Exodus 34, verses 5 to 7, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, very similar to what we saw in Exodus Or in Deuteronomy, excuse me, the Ten Commandments. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. Numbers 14 verse 18 says, The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy. Of great mercy. Forgiving iniquity and transgression. I mean, not just any kind of mercy. Great mercy. Mercy. Nehemiah nine verse seventeen. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and forsookest them not. Psalm one oh three verse eight. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Same phrase as Psalm 86, verse 5. Plenteous in mercy. Psalm 103 goes on in verses 11 and 12 to describe how plenty is that mercy. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him. Now notice that connection as we'll see Psalm 86, 5 makes. Towards those that fear him who come to him for the mercy. But as high as the heavens over the earth, a lot of us will be in a plane again. And I I know we've thought of this before, but just think about that. When you're in the plane, looking down over the earth, and especially when you're over the clouds and you don't see anything. That's how far high you are. Psalm 103 goes on to also say, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgression from us. And we've talked a lot about recently my family how far San Diego is from my family where I've grown up or where others are who are thinking to join us or why it's hard for people to get here because it's so far the east of the nation to the west. But that's not nearly as far as it is to go over to the east or to the west depending on your vantage point halfway around the globe. But when we think about really east and west, how far is it? How far is it? It's infinite. They don't touch. We're not talking about going around the globe. We're talking about going throughout the universe. We're talking about as Christ had his hands spread out on the cross. How far is his mercy? How wide is it from the east, from the west? His hands point out to embrace you always with his mercy. There's no end to the mercy of God in Christ. It's not too good to be true. It's so good to be true. Psalm 100 verse 5 Psalm we sing so often closes saying, Among many reasons to praise the Lord is this His mercy is everlasting. It says, this, this gushing fountain, there's plenteous mercy. God is plentifully mercy. Beloved, that's how you can wake up every day and quote Lamentations 3, verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies, actually verse 22 and verse 23. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23, you can say this every day you get up out of bed. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And so again, verse 5 of Psalm 86, our text for this morning. The Hebrew, for the word plenteous, could be translated abounding, great, many. Abounding mercy. God is abounding in mercy. He's great in mercy. He's many mercies. You could translate it roughly, he is much mercy, or he's many mercies, or Muchness and mercy. There's just so many ways to try to say it because you just can't... You can't use up all the idea of what it is that God is so plenteous in mercy. That's what he is. That's what he's like. Look at verse 15, which we sang uh, this morning. See how similar it is. Verse 15 of the psalm. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. Notice that. (laughs) It's not enough just to say it once in the same psalm. And, of course, we've seen he's already said it other places, or will in Psalm 103. He says this many places. But in this one psalm alone, and remember, repetition is the way that God highlights something, underlines it in in the scriptures. He's plenteous in mercy. Verses 5 and 15. And, of course, they both have... Related things they're saying, and the whole psalm really emphasizes this. But twice you have the phrase, He's plenteous in mercy. He's so full of mercy, we have to overflow with that phrase, saying it more than once in the Psalm. It's just whew, it just keeps gushing forth, Mercy, mercy, mercy. Thus beloved, never be afraid to pray verse 16. Oh, turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thine handmaid. Never be afraid to pray, O turn unto me, and have mercy upon me. I can't ask God for more mercy. Are you paying attention to the context? Verses 5 and 15. He's plenteous in mercy. We say it twice. So ask for mercy. Never stop turning the Lord for mercy and when you do trust that you will then be able to say again and again if you keep as you keep drinking of it verse 13 for great is thy mercy toward me with all my heart and i will glorify thy name forevermore see what's the benefit of Receiving and experiencing that mercy, you want to testify about it and give glory. Or as Psalm 130 says, the Lord uh, gives forgiveness, great forgiveness to his people that we would fear him. You see, the blessing of God's goodness and mercy is that it draws us into repentance and fear and worship. Uh, Remember, beloved, that's the only reason we can come before God is mercy in Christ. The reason we can repent before God, the catechism explains, is that we would come to God, hating our sin, grieving over it, with an apprehension of the mercy of God in Christ. The devil wants you to think that you've dried it all up. There's, there's no more. Especially great sins, repetitive sins, presumptuous sins, even against his mercy. The devil wants you to think you've drank the lost drop. That he would leave you thirsty. And miserable in the wilderness. But God says, come and drink again of Christ, your rock, of his spiritual drink. Because verse 5 also says what we've looked at before. A lovely phrase. The Lord is ready to forgive. The Lord is ready to forgive because he is plenteous in mercy. God is ready to forgive, beloved. The question for you today. Are you ready to be forgiven? And the only thing that would be holding you back is the answer to that question. Because the Lord is ready to forgive. Be ready to be forgiven. Just call upon him. Because this is what verse 5 also says. Lord, you are good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Call upon him. Call upon him and receive his mercy. He is this to all who truly call upon him for mercy. Psalm 62 verse 12 says this, Also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy if you own something, if it belongs to you, you can do whatever you want with it. The devil may try to say, God can't give you mercy, but God says, I can because I am mercy. I'm plenteous mercy. Mercy belongs to me. I'm happy to hold out my golden scepter of mercy and bless my people with more mercy because I can. And showing mercy and clemency shows he is God and a great God full of great mercy. A God who can and would be right to greatly punish us forever in hell. Instead, show us his great, amazing clemency and mercy, such power to forgive. Remember, in the New Testament, they have a problem with Jesus forgiving sins because they know that's only something God can do. And Jesus says, but the Son of Man hath the power to forgive sins. Don't forget, we looked at that a little while ago. You can show the power of God through you by forgiving sins against you. He, to, to the Lord, belongs Mercy. And so if it belongs to him, he's able to give it out as much as he likes. Because again, he's infinite, eternal, unchangeable in all his attributes. The Westminster Larger Catechism, number seven, says that God is infinitely, eternally, unchangeably a number of things, but also most merciful and gracious. Most merciful gets at that idea of our text. Plenteous in mercy. Great in mercy. He's most Merciful, So, beloved, call on him now and call on him always for more mercy. As Hebrews says, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence, seeking mercy in our time of need. Because of Jesus Christ, they're representing us. That mercy of God flows from God's throne and of the Lamb by the Holy Spirit, the river of life. It never dries up. It can't be possibly dried up. Whether you choose to drink of it or not, because it's plenty for all his people. Because God is infinite. And he is merciful. So call on him now and always for more mercy, for there is much more than you will ever need of the Messiah. You can't really waste it. right? What's If the mercy is what causes you to worship him and praise him and fear him, Oh, don't worry if you spill it all over the place. <laughs> you know, there's plenty more. The Messiah, the Lord Jesus, who says in John 6, verse 37, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. The Psalm 86.5 says, Call upon him in truth and have his mercy. You who call upon him in truth, he will not turn you away. Jesus won't turn you away. In fact, he also says in John 7, verse 37, the Bible says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, Have this in view as you take of the Lord's Supper and drink the wine, his blood. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Of course, he's speaking of Mercy, he says to you what he did to the woman at the well in John four eleven. Ask of me, ask of me, and I will give thee living water. Goes on in John four fourteen to say, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Waters of everlasting life. Everlasting. Because of what? What Hebrews says, the blood of the everlasting covenant of Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, it's everlasting. Because it's infinite and eternal, it can never be used up. God is merciful and thus infinite, plenteous in his mercy. You might say that when the devil tries to convince you not to come back for more mercy, that he is sinning, causing you to sin, putting an evil thought in your head of God that he's too small, that he's not infinite, that he's not eternal, that he's not unchangeable. If he can convince you to stop going to him for mercy, he's affecting your very understanding of God himself. God is infinite. He's eternal, including being plenteous in mercy. Revelation 21, verse 6. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Thirst after Christ's righteousness and be satisfied. Psalm 23, verse 5, speaking of your great shepherd, because of him you won't want, because your cup runneth over. So when you feel like your grace has long gone dry, Say to yourself, the Lord has plenty of mercy. And then take another gulp. And another. You know, sometimes we try to encourage our younger ones to drink with a little bit better manners. But I think their example often when they're thirsty or just love the taste and want more and more of it, as if they just got to keep getting more and more of it. I think that's the way we probably should often approach the Lord, drinking of his mercy and living waters. <laughs> that's how we're to approach the Lord. We can't use it up, and we should just want so much more of it. We need so much more of it. We have no fear. You know, a child never has this sense that it'll be gone. And a child of God can know for sure the mercy of God will never be gone. There's always more to drink. Take a gulp, another gulp. Look to the cross. See Christ, your risen rock, and keep drinking and drinking and drinking. And each time you stop to take a breath before the next gulp, Saying again, "Ah, the Lord has plenty of mercy. And keep drinking again. "Ah, The Lord has plenty of mercy. And be refreshed and revived. The message for you this morning. Psalm 86 verse 5. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. The Lord has plenty mercy. You need to keep saying that to yourselves. You need to keep saying it to one another. The Lord has plenty of mercy. Get back on the horse. Get back in the pew. Get your hand back on the plow. But but, but the Lord has plenty of mercy. Don't you dare blaspheme God to suggest something else and make yourself bigger than the infinite mercy of God on the cross, as far as the east is from the west. As much as we do need to be convicted of how horrible our sins are, they don't come close to the largeness of the Lord's forgiveness. The message for you again this morning to say to yourself regularly, and to say to yourself as you come to the Lord and worship, aware of your sins. And you will come about to take of the Lord's Supper and eat of his body and drink of his blood. The Lord has plenty of mercy. Let us pray. Lord God in heaven, we do acknowledge our sins before you. And we hate them. And we recognize how evil they are and how horrible they are. Even our sins that presume upon your grace especially those. Lord, we, we know how horrible they are against you who are an infinite God, and they deserve infinite punishment in hell. But we, thankful, we are thankful that instead, through Christ, you have given us pardon. You've given us eternal life. Lord, let us remember these scriptures that teach us you are ready to pardon. You are ready to forgive. So let us come before you ready to be forgiven and pardoned, not making too much out of ourselves and our sins as if they are anywhere close to you and your infinite mercy. Lord, let us not rejoice in our sins that grace may abound, but indeed let grace abound and may we abound in giving thanksgiving. For your amazing grace and your plenteous mercy. And as we think about you, our heavenly loving Father, let us remember, you are mercy. You are love. You are plenteous in mercy. And again, as the psalm said twice, you are plenteous in mercy, wave after wave. The water just keeps coming out. It can keep bubbling up within us. Keep cleansing us, Lord. Keep refreshing us, Holy Spirit. Mercy, mercy, mercy. New every morning. Enduring forever. O oh Lord, we do praise you who are infinitely, eternally, unchangeably mercy. And as your mercy is thus plenteous, let us keep coming to the well and drinking of Christ, his spiritual drink. For you will never turn us away if we come and cry and call to you for mercy. You'll never send your children away when they cry for mercy. O Lord, we do thank you. Let us cry for it and let you fill our mouths. For our cup runneth over. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. And all your people said, Amen.